It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by McAllen Construction Company. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail. And by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I am Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Thursday, February the 18th. And Brad, we have a storm coming in, or it would seem waves of a storm. What's going on? That's correct, Dan. Uh, Winter weather advisory is up today, Thursday, February 18th. It goes into effect at noontime, so uh, a few hours after we're done uh, taping this podcast, uh, the advisory goes into effect. It stays in effect overnight tonight, and it will be in effect for the entire day tomorrow. Right now, uh, the National Weather Service is talking about taking down the advisory at 7 p.m. on Friday, uh, February 19th. So this is a long-duration event, Dan. Waves of low pressure, as you described it. It's not just one big storm we're latching onto. So uh, I think the best way to put it is for today, for tonight, for Friday, and even part of Friday night, we will have periods of snow. It's not going to snow all the time. And uh, the intensity of the snow looks to be light to moderate. So I'm seeing an inch or two of snow this afternoon. I'm seeing an inch or two of snow overnight. I'm seeing an inch or two of snow during the day on Friday, and even some light snow lingering after dark on Friday night. So when you add up the inch or two, Dan, you add up the inch or two today, tonight, tomorrow, and into tomorrow night, I think most of us are going to end up with four to six inches of new snow before this is over. So uh, it is not a big deal. I mean, even if we had four to six inches of snow in a six-hour period, say, Uh, It would cause bad driving. We would probably label it as a moderate storm. But when you spread out four to six inches of snow over a two-day period, plus, as you were uh, mentioning to me, Dan, off air, we are gaining on the solar angle. So during the day today, the daytime today, and during the daytime tomorrow, even though temperatures are going to be in the 20s, with a little bit of treatment, it's going to be hard to really uh, snow and slush up the roadways. So I think the worst travel conditions will be after dark tonight, where there'll be no solar radiation, obviously, and the ability for the snow to accumulate a little bit on the roadways. But there's no question that the DOT is going to be able to keep up with this because at no point during this entire storm do I expect more than a half an inch an hour to come down. So uh, certainly a, a manageable snowstorm, but by the time all is said and done, Friday night and when you wake up Saturday morning, you're probably looking at another four to six inches of snow on the ground across most of Connecticut. And officially at Bradley, Dan, through yesterday, which is February 17th, 17.3 inches of snow so far this month, and temperatures averaging two degrees below normal per day. So it's been a cold, snowy month. And for the season-to-date snowfall, we're in the upper 30s now. We're going to blow past uh, 40 
by the time this is done with the last week of February, uh, all of March and, you know, even early April. Uh, we, we normally end up with two, three inches of snow in the month of April, too. Obviously, it melts quickly, but it all goes toward the totals. So uh, my prediction this winter of it being a much uh, more snowy winter than the past two is certainly coming true. No question about that. What's at play in the atmosphere to present this kind of a storm where we have waves coming in rather than one big storm heading at us? Yeah, usually you look for uh, something in the upper atmosphere, Dan, to kind of latch on to. Um, it's called the spin in the atmosphere, lobes of vorticity, if you will, which is uh, atmospheric spin. But instead of one of these lobes of, of vorticity coming through, they're all strung out and there are several of them. So it, it looks like instead of one big storm, we're going to have a series of very small storms. So that's why I'm saying the periods of snow, Dan, uh, as one system approaches, uh, we'll have uh, light to moderate snow for a while. Then it will peter out to just some flurries. And then another system will come along and light to moderate snow for a while. Uh, when I was looking at the various models, it looked like one of those uh, systems would come along, say, late this afternoon. So this would be Thursday, February 18th, where the snow could be enhanced for a while especially toward the afternoon commute today, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. Then it looks like it peters out for a while and then it starts to snow again. So, uh, it, it, and, and then a good part of the day tomorrow. So I am absolutely thinking that uh, the early dismissal uh, and no after school activities was the right call on today. And I think you're going to see a lot of uh, either closed schools or virtual learning uh, coming up for the day on uh, Friday. And Dan, we that's one thing, you know, we, you don't look at it too often and say, oh, thank God I'm in my 60s. <laughs> but this is a good one that, uh, you know, when we were kids growing up, there was no such thing as a virtual day. So, you know, if it snowed, we had a snow day. You could go out and play and get on your sled or toboggan or whatever. But uh, these these poor kids are going to probably be sitting behind their computers tomorrow. <laughs> so no three-day weekend. <laughs> they just had a four-day weekend, some of them, because they were on February vacation. But no three-day weekend coming up. It will be a virtual learning day, I would think, for most of these school districts. But uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That said, you know, the weather map is interesting right now because we saw what happened in Texas earlier in the week and it was just atrocious and they're still recovering millions without power, the ice, the wind and the snow. And now in, in Richmond, Virginia, they're getting pounded with another ice storm today. So the, the weather map has been, well, I guess it's typical winter, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, well, this is not typical, Dan. I mean, what has happened in Texas uh, is probably a once-in-a-lifetime wow. experience for some of them because, Dan, it was snowing on the Gulf of Mexico Texan waters. Can you imagine walking the beaches of Texas and having it snowing? Uh, into the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, that is that is crazy. And I looked up what the normal high temperature is this time of year in Dallas. You know what it is? It's 60. There have been days this week it did not get out of the 30s. In, I, excuse me. 
there there have been days this week it didn't even get to freezing in Dallas. So l- let's just say uh, it, it's 25 in Dallas instead of 60. That is 35 degrees below normal per day. That would be equivalent for us uh, if, if the same air mass was over us. Uh, we would have a low temperature of about 20 below zero and a high temperature of about zero. Mm. That that would be the equivalent because this time of year, our normal high temperature on a daily basis is 35. So obviously if we're 35 degrees colder than average, which is what's happening in Dallas, our high temperature would be zero. So this is just crazy, crazy stuff. And I just looked down on my phone um, as uh, we're recording this. A gentleman named Dr. Jordan Grossman is calling me. He is the superintendent of schools in Granby. <laughs> so I know what I, I know what Dr. Grossman wants, and I will I will get back with him as soon as we're done with this podcast. Okay. Now, g- getting back to what's going on in Texas, is this the result? of the polar vortex absolutely unequivocally and you know it's been just brutally cold to the north of that i uh i was uh, reading uh, some tweets that a friend of mine a meteorologist in wisconsin uh was putting out they had an unbelievable period of days i'm not talking a day dan i'm talking days and I, I don't remember the specifics very well, but it was something like five days where the temperature for the entire five-day period stayed below zero. Not the wind chill, the actual air temperature. Th- those kind of air temperatures through Iowa, through Nebraska. I mean, we're hearing about Texas because it's so crazy for them and so crazy for it to be this far to the south where it's snowing in the Gulf of Mexico on the Texas coastline. I mean, this is just incredible stuff. But uh, yes, and I I do remember that we, uh, this is goes back a good month that we were talking about that sudden stratospheric warming over the North Pole. And what usually happens is pieces of this cold air break off and some go down towards Siberia, then some come into Canada and the lower 48. Well, we predicted that this polar vortex would come down and we can just thank our lucky stars that it went 500 to 1,000 miles west of us the core of it. I mean, it's unpredictable where exactly it's going to go. It's going to come down and go over Connecticut. You can't say that. But but we had the idea that it was moving down, and in, indeed it did. And we are just on the fringes of it, but we are staying uh, very, very cold and very stormy uh, here in Connecticut so far this month of February. And Dan, I talked about the, the four to six inches of snow we're going to add on to that 17.3, which we've already had this month of February. There's another system, just teasing ahead a little. I know we we haven't done on the weather map or anything, but uh, just teasing ahead, it looks like one to three inches of snow coming in Monday afternoon, next Monday, and then uh, potentially looking out a week, uh, to next Friday, uh, February 26th, potential for more snow in Connecticut. So, you know, we may end up with, by the time this month is over, 
uh, upwards of two and a half feet of snow for the month of February alone. So um, my uh, my plow guy, uh, Ken McCartney, keeps billing <laughs> us. And, uh, you know, he's working hard. He's doing a great job. But the the, uh, the plow operators are finally making some money this year. Yeah, it's making up for last year when they didn't do as much because we had the mild winter. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And and I'm, I'm happy to pay them because, you know, uh, you, you, you want your your uh, plow operator to make a nice living. And, and he certainly is uh, is doing OK this season. I want to talk a bit about action carpet and floor covering one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake. Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Yes, it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring. And that's where Action Carpet and Floor Covering comes in. By the way, free estimates on all installations from Action Carpet and Floor Covering. Free quotes are offered for insurance estimates, high pressure or hot water extraction, stripping and waxing of floors, upholstery cleaning, restoration, area rug cleaning, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406, 860-651-8406, or go online at action-carpet.com, action-carpet.com. Action Carpet and Floor Covering, a full-service flooring company. What is going on as we put this podcast together on February the 18th and this storm coming to us? Okay, early this afternoon, Dan, it looks like there'll be one of these uh, weak little waves on the uh, Virginia-North Carolina ocean border, uh, somewhere down near Norfolk, Virginia. And this system is uh, not actually going to move to the benchmark, which is 4070. It's going to move south of the benchmark. So instead of getting uh, a, maybe a moderate to heavy burst of snow, I think we're more on the northern fringes and we get a light to moderate burst of snow uh, later today. By 7 o'clock this evening, uh, there'll be low pressure off the Delmarva, which is where we told you Delaware and Maryland and Virginia all come together south of New England. So it's out in the ocean there. Uh, seven o'clock tomorrow morning, same thing, another wave of low pressure off the Delmarva south of New England. Even tomorrow evening, so say seven o'clock uh, in the evening on Friday, I think we'll see a weak low moving across upstate New York. And then uh, another wave, one of these waves uh, south and east of the benchmark, 4070. And once this last wave goes by, I think the uh, the snow is going to end as flurries on, on Friday night. When we get around to Saturday morning, uh, low pressure will be past Nova Scotia. I'm looking for high pressure uh, from the Great Lakes to Kentucky and into the deep south. 
So it looks like a um, a sunny, breezy, and cold day coming up on Saturday. Uh, temperatures probably 30 to 35. And this time of year, once you start getting into late February, Dan, we should be up near 40 on a daily basis. So, you know, we're still a good five to eight degrees colder than average per day. On Sunday, it looks like this low is going to be, uh, excuse me, high pressure is going to be over northern Virginia. So it looks like another bright and sunny day on Sunday. But we will notice low pressure tracking across Kansas. Now, by Monday, that low pressure system coming out of Kansas looks like it'll head for the Great Lakes and looks like it'll head towards, say, Detroit, a warm front. Uh, will be strung out from that low near Detroit down through Chesapeake Bay and moving in our direction, a warm front. So initially, the warm air being lighter and molecularly less dense will ride up and over the cold dome over New England. Of course, we have deep snow cover on the ground. So, of course, the snow acts as a refrigerant keeps the cold air near the ground, the warm air riding up and over, I think produces one to three inches of snow during the day on Monday. By Tuesday, the low is off the main coast, yanking uh, some more cold air down in our direction. Uh, by Wednesday, a cold front will be approaching from the eastern Great Lakes. And then uh, by Thursday morning, we will see a front stalled across New England, Low pressure in Missouri. Now, that low, Dan, I think is going to ride along that stalled front and give us another shot of, I think, snow. But uh, we're, we're getting into late February here, so it, it could mix with some rain and sleet and freezing rain. But that, that would be coming along Friday of next week. So we've got uh, a warm front bringing us one to three inches of snow on Monday of next week, and then a stalled front across New England with a low in Missouri kind of rocketing at us. That brings us a chance of snow or mixed precipitation late next week. And uh, Dan, after we get through next weekend, we are looking at the month of March. Yeah, let's look into the crystal ball. I mean, I can't believe March is knocking on the door. Hey, baseball spring training has started for these ball clubs, so that gives us some hope. But uh, what's it look like? Look into your crystal ball a bit. Well, Dan, uh, March 13th is an important day for me because uh, I've been named the uh, assistant varsity baseball coach at Granby High School uh, Mike Dombrowski is our head coach, and Chris Saunders is the coach of the JV, and they've adapted a name for me. They call me the Snow King, <laughs> <laughs> and they they want the, the Snow King to make sure there's no snow on the ground on March 13th, uh, because that's a Saturday, and that's when we uh, are uh, bringing all our pitchers and catchers out there for uh, our, our first practice of the year. Um, I still have a feeling, though, Dan, it might be in the gym mm. because, uh, you know, I look at these long range models and, and we talked about it the last time on, on the podcast. You look at the long range models and um, they, they're, they're still cold, cold for the season. So say by March 13th, the normal daily high is 45 but we're running eight degrees cold, then the high temperature is only 37. So then 
you know, even though it's getting late in the season, by running that cold when a storm comes along, you've got a fighting chance it's going to be in the form of snow. So, and and I and I always tell you that cold begets cold, and snow begets snow because the snow acts as a refrigerant and it makes it colder at night. Being colder at night makes it warmer, uh, harder to warm up during the day. It's it's sort of a vicious circle. Um, so until the sun starts poking some holes in this snow cover, uh, it, this is going to be the pattern for a while. The, the, the snow is going to make it that much colder at night, which is going to make it that much harder to melt the snow during the next day. And, and that pattern is going to repeat. So, uh, and, and then notice this next week too, Dan, the snow has a lot of water content in it now because of the fact that we got all that rain and freezing rain earlier this week. Uh, my dog, I just brought him back from the vet is 42 pounds and he can just walk right on top of the snow without even sinking in. So, the, I mean, the, the, and the snowpack here in West Granby this morning, Thursday, uh, the 18th of February, is 10 and a half inches. So, I, I think we, uh, that is going to be very hard to melt. Now, remember the, the term that I've used in the past, I'll remind our listeners, albedo, which simply means reflectivity, which is why you wear white in the summertime or yellow in the summertime to reflect the sunlight. Well, snow reflects the sunlight. So next week, I think there will be a couple of days where it goes into the low 40s, which is normal for the... But Tuesday and Wednesday of next week, and maybe Thursday, so Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday could get up into the low 40s. But you mark my words on this. I don't think a lot of snow is going to melt because it's going to be awfully hard. It, it may melt downstate where they don't have as much on the ground, but the sun has got to get through to the ground or, or it starts spreading from like blacktop surfaces or whatever. But until... There are holes in the snowpack. The snow is going to reflect the sunlight. And then the snow, obviously, near the ground is going to act as a refrigerant and keep that initial top inch of uh, right above the snow cold. So that six feet off the ground up at our head level when we're walking around, it may be 42 degrees or whatever. But you get down to that one inch just above the snow it's probably only 35 or 36. So it's it's going to be a process to melt this snow, especially with all of the uh, water that it has absorbed as well. Okay. Well, again, it's uh, I guess it's like the summertime when it, the temperature, particularly on, on artificial surface, is warmer at the surface than it is uh, higher in the air. Would that be a fair comparison? It's a fair comparison because, uh, yeah, you're talking about the, the, the fact that there's, say, blacktop or, or the uh, airport tarmac, which is just absorbing that heat. And you can see the waves of uh, convective heat coming off of the blacktop and the tarmac on a really hot summer day. But it's, it's the exact same thing, Dan, until we start poking, but the opposite, until we start poking some holes in this white mass of snow everywhere, uh, th that process is of, of, of the, the ground being able to melt the snow 
uh, is going is going to be delayed. I want to talk for just a moment about one of the underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast, McAllen Construction of Prospect, a full-service construction company servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years and on call 24-7, 365 days a year. That's important because snow is in our forecast and McAllen Construction does do snow removal. And I think we're going to need some snow removal over the next few days or even longer than that. McAllen Construction is a woman-owned, small minority business, state of Connecticut, licensed and insured. Licensed as a major contractor, new home construction contractor, plumbing and piping limited P7, home improvement contractor, and subsurface sewage installer. Utility, carpentry, excavation, and as I said, snow removal for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Remember, McAllen Construction is on call 24-7 year-round. Call McAllen Construction today, 203-758-3474, 203-758-3474, or go online McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllenConstructionCT.com. McAllen Construction. From the first dig to the last nail. Okay, Brad, can you, uh, because this is, it seems like a, a storm, as you said earlier, that's coming in waves, various low pressures, etc. Can you do an hour by hour? Is it possible to do that kind of a forecast? Yeah, I uh, I looked at that, Dan, um, and I came up with the from 1 p.m. this afternoon, so Thursday afternoon, February 18th, to 7 p.m. tonight. I think most of the state is going to get one to two inches of snow. Uh, the lowest near the Massachusetts border, where the dry column of air is the thickest. So you look on the radar, it looks like it's snowing. But those snowflakes are sublimating before they hit the ground. So uh, it, it's like uh, it's like a summertime verga. You see the rain coming from the cloud, but it's not hitting the ground. It's going to be that kind of thing for a while. But as the atmosphere moistens up, the snow will eventually make it to the ground. The last place to get uh, the steady accumulating snow will be the Massachusetts border. But this afternoon into early this evening, I'm looking for one to two inches statewide. Then from 7 p.m. this evening to 1 a.m. tomorrow morning, about another inch. And then from 1 a.m. to about 7 a.m. tomorrow morning, about another inch. And then uh, during the day on Friday... Um, you know, maybe an inch from seven in the morning to one in the afternoon, maybe an inch from one in the afternoon to seven in the evening. And then Friday night, less than an inch accumulation on Friday night. So you add it together an inch or two today, an inch or two tonight, an inch or two tomorrow, maybe a half an inch tomorrow night. You add it all up. It comes to four to six inches of snow. But as I stated, uh, with a lot of blacktop showing, and I know the DOT has done a great job pre-treating the roads, uh, it may end up that there's not that much travel trouble, um, I- except after dark tonight. When it's dark, it will get slick. But uh, the, but with the treatment down and some solar radiation coming through, 
both during the day today and during the day tomorrow, uh, the roadways may stay more wet or slushy. Okay. Wow. Well, I mean, it, it's just one of those storms uh, and goes with the rest of uh, the way winter has been for us. Uh, before- yeah, one, uh, one last thing I wanted yep. to point out, Dan, um, I, I forgot to tell you about this. I did that um, accumulation thing again. Yes. Uh, the, the chances of us getting two inches or more of snow is 90 to 95 percent mm-hmm. statewide. So that that means, you know, Old Saybrook and Norwalk and places that don't typically get snow, it looks like are going to get snow. The chances of getting four inches in more, Dan, range from 63% at Bradley, that's the lowest in the state, to 77% in uh, Danbury and Bridgeport. The chances of getting six inches or more of snow range from a low of 27% around Willimantic to 43% in Bridgeport. So, you know, there it, it, it's a fighting chance that Bridgeport's going to get five, six inches of snow out of this thing. Uh, the chances of eight inches or more of snow, uh, fairly low, 13% in Putnam and 12% in Torrington. Those are the highest uh, chances of getting eight inches of snow. So I think four to six sounds good for most of us, Dan. Uh, you know, inch or two today, inch or two tonight, inch or two tomorrow. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to add before we, we wrap it up with the forecast? Uh, no, um, just that, uh, it's, it's been, it's been a, uh, it's been an old fashioned New England winter and, uh, signs continue to be that it is going to remain that way, uh, at least into mid March. Now, again, I am not saying every single day it's going to snow and be cold, but I'm saying when you average it out and and figure it out, it's going to be the next four weeks ahead are going to be colder than average. And I would absolutely bet snowier than average. So we've got a ways to go. Okay. Uh, that said, uh, before we, uh, wrap up things, uh, how about giving us the forecast? And again, we're putting this podcast together on Thursday, February the 18th. All right, Dan, uh, for this afternoon, Thursday, February 18th for tonight and for tomorrow, Friday, February 19th, periods of snow, not going to snow all the time, but periods of snow, mainly light to moderate. One to two inches of accumulation today. One to two inches of accumulation tonight. One to two inches of accumulation tomorrow. Less than an inch accumulation tomorrow night. When this long duration storm is done, most of us end up with four to six inches of accumulation from the long duration event. High temperature today and tomorrow, 26 to 32 statewide so we all are at or below freezing so even the stamfords and the norwalks of the world and the stonington's that change over to rain a lot i do not think will change on this one i'm predicting snow for saturday clearing early partly to mostly sunny and breezy temperature 30 to 35 for sunday sunny less wind 30 to 35 monday periods of snow 
temperature in the 30s, one to three inches of accumulation, I think. Uh, Tuesday, partly sunny. Listen to this, Dan, 36 to 42. And Wednesday, mostly sunny. We will be walking around in (laughs) T-shirts. Wednesday, mostly sunny, 38 to 44. That is going to feel like heaven on earth. Yes, it is. My dog will love it, and I'm sure your dog will love it, too. (laughs) Absolutely, yes. And, uh, Dan, great weekend for skiing. I want to point that out, too. We were talking about my snowplow guy and, and, uh, you know, happy that they're making some money this year. I know COVID is restricting things at the ski areas, but the the ski areas will be open and they will have a gorgeous, gorgeous weekend with fresh powder, with four to six inches of fresh powder. So and a nice base. And, uh, and beautiful temperatures, so it's looking like a great weekend. Oh, that's great news for them, too. Well, always we like to thank our first responders. They're on the front lines talking about COVID and, and the pandemic, so a big thank you to our first responders and to you and Sandy and uh, our podcast audience. Have a great weekend. You as well, Dan, you and Susan, and uh, thank you to the first responders, and uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, Brad. The Brad Field Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. And by McAllen Construction Company. McAllen Construction, from the first dig to the last nail.